welcome to We're Not Sisters Creepypasta Showdown, episode 7. Yeah. We're finally back with a we're spooky back. time. I'm not excited to be back. I am. This, I'm this is not fun. Down. Not fun at all. It is very fun. I didn't wear a spooky top today, though. <gasps> I was going to, but I'm cold. <laughs> is this just your creepypasta top yeah yes 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 i almost wore it it to see family last week accidentally and i had to throw on another hoodie that would have been funny it's like hey do you like my jumper it's like because my auntie was there and she was the one who showed me the twilight films like introduced me to it so she would have been like don't (laughs) what are you doing fun fact though I went to the British Library yesterday in King's Cross and they have all of the Twilight books in their gift shop. In the gift shop? Next to the kids' books. It was so random. It was That's with a questionable spot for them. I like that from them. For the kids? It's like next to like... You know what? Roll doll. Yeah. I think I think that's fine. I okay. I'm not sure about that, but no, no. I I think it's fine. Okay, if you think it's fine, then it must be exactly. <laughs> anyway, I know you're just trying to stall for time because you don't want me to read these stories. I just don't think it's very nice to do to me. I'm not even a week after my birthday, and you're here. Yeah, everyone me. wish a happy belated birthday to Elena. She's old now too. I don't like it. As if it's any different. I feel no different. Exactly. Which is There's nothing like... I'm allowed to do. Oh, I can drink if I'm in America now. Yeah, we're going like to Vegas better. and we're taking Daisy Dog, remember? Of course. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah, cool. Because Daisy Dog is also 21. Yeah, in dog years though. Oh my god. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> <Not laughs> <in millions. laughs> an old dog. Yeah. I've got two stories. I did have three, but I decided to get rid of one. I don't know <gasps> how long these are going to take. One of them, okay. the first one's short, and the second one is a two parter, but still not mega. And we're doing Eleanor's favorite topic, as always. Not as always, because I haven't done this yet. You did this topic. Yeah. I brought this into the conversation. Mm-hmm, but, I mean, it's not something I didn't know. No. They're spooky. You like it. Uh, yeah. So these ones I actually found on Reddit. Means they're but... extra spooky. <laughs> okay. I'm not going to delay anymore. This first story is called, There's a Skinwalker in My Neighbourhood. I thought it was going to say a skinwalker in my room and I was going to literally log off. <laughs> I was going to log off. It's like, yeah, it's right, it's right there. Look, it's right there. Hey, what can you do? A bit late. Okay. I had heard of skinwalkers before, but always just assumed they were the Native American version of werewolves. So I never gave them much thought. What? <laughs> what? Very, what? Very Werewolves? 
sorry? I don't know. That's what it says. I didn't write this. I understand in the sense if it's like in a doggy form, wolf, wolfy form. Yeah. And that's just always how he saw them represented. Maybe. Maybe. I don't, I don't know. I have no sympathy for this person now in the story. Because that's stupid. Until last week when one of the co-workers at my new job told me that they were his most feared folklore creatures. He's originally from Utah, so that makes sense. He suggested some YouTube videos to watch on the subject, and after work that night, I binged about four or five of the videos. I totally understand his stance on them now. Yeah. Not them. I live in rural South Carolina, so to be completely honest, I wasn't too worried about the possibility of running into one. My co-worker told me that they're basically a Midwestern thing. I'd be more worried about Wendigos if I were you. Oh, don't no, die, Wendigos. What's it? You know that thing we were watching Curtis play? Ages, in the first lockdown. We were watching yeah. him play that horror, film, horror movie. Horror... The game, the game, yeah. Horror game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the things that were killing the people were Wendigos. So they're people that die were dying and ate another person and then they were taken over by the Wendigo spirit because they're a cannibal and I think they go around like eating people they're like skeleton kind of things that's what I got from it okay. from the, the game Until Dawn if anyone when I it. when I first read this I was like is that just not another name for the same thing I got confused they are very time. similar I did think they were skinwalkers in that game but they're not the Wendigos I think yeah He joked the day after I watched the videos. We had a good chat about skinwalkers and wendigos during our shift and just reveled in the creepiness of them. I mentioned how one of the tales said that the more you talk about skinwalkers, the more they're drawn to you and he made sarcastic ghost noises to keep the mood light. Are you shitting me? Yeah, that's the thing. It's it's like a recurring thing that I've read in a lot of them. No. The more you you talk about them, like it attracts them to you. Oh, f***. My life, man. Why I do that to myself? I mean, if it was gonna happen to us, I feel like it would have happened a long time ago. You say that, and now I'm gonna go get Daisy Dog from outside, and it's not Daisy Dog. Oh, well, just you wait for this story, actually. Oh no! <laughs> that night, I showed the videos to my fiance. She was way more creeped out than I was. I became kind of obsessed. I love scary things and couldn't help but watch every video I came across. I discussed skinwalkers with my other horror enthusiast friends, looked up skinwalker art, which is weird, by the way. Uh, why would you do that? Um, read true skinwalker stories on Reddit, just dove headfirst into all things skinwalker. This went on for a few days until I started feeling a little burnt out on the subject. I live in a fairly nice neighbourhood where all the houses are on one side of the street. On the other side is property that used to belong to the local elementary school. The building is on the next street over, so basically it was like the school's backyard or whatever. The school shut down about 30 or 40 years ago, and the county just let nature reclaim the land. So directly across from my house is an old chain-link fence and just overgrown woods. No. No! Yeah, you love it. No. (laughs) Two nights ago, while I was smoking a cigarette, I heard leaves rustling across the street. I didn't bother looking up from my phone. 
I live across from woods. It was probably a deer. The rustling stopped, then started again, and it sounded like whatever was over there was running back and forth along the fence line, panting like a dog. This caught my attention. There had been a few rabies cases in my town two months back because it was a strange dog running around in the middle of the night was definitely something I'd want to keep an eye on. No. 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 No, I can't do this. Why? I've got... I'm scared, man. I'm shaking. I look up from my phone in the direction of the sounds and they just stop. It was like the thing knew I noticed it. I strained my eyes trying to see what it was, but it was obscured by the overgrowth. I didn't look away. Must have stared at the spot for at least a minute. It didn't make another sound, didn't move again, so I knew it was still there. A chill ran down my spine and I began thinking of every Skinwalker video I had watched over the last week and I felt sick to my stomach. I quickly put out my cigarette and went inside. The next yeah. morning, I took my dog out for a short walk. Oh. She's a pug zoo named Honey and is like my child. Oh, what's a pug zoo? Pug. A pug and a shih tzu? Oh, that's disgusting. Sorry. <laughs> You're going to like this next bit. No, you actually will. Oh. <laughs> Me and my fiancé taught her that Pee-pee-poo-poo means it's time to go outside to potty. No. No. It's the cutest thing. It's not. Imagine being at the park and just people are talking to their dog. They're like, pee-pee-pee-pee-poo-poo. To be fair, I do say doo-doos, but not in public. (laughs) I say it to her face. Oh, my God. Do you need a (laughs) doo-doo? And she's like... Yeah. Anyway, this particular morning, I take her out to the front yard to do her business. She pees and then walks around sniffing for about five minutes before walking to the side of the street and sitting down. She's never done this before, so I was a little annoyed. I tugged on her leash lightly and tried to coax her back towards the house. Come on, honey. Got a (laughs) poo-poo. She didn't budge. This dog could be stubborn sometimes, but this was something else. She tugged back against the leash and just stared across the street, sniffing the air occasionally. It was then that I realised she was staring at the exact spot that I heard the thing the night before. I got goosebumps and I quickly picked her up and began walking to the house. As I got closer, I noticed something on the ground by my front steps. It was one of the Halloween decorations my fiancé had hung up on our house. Plastic black roses with plastic eyeballs and spiders on them. It's Halloween. Yeah, I I assume so. The stems were wire so they can be wrapped around things to keep them secured. This flower was torn apart. Something had come onto my porch, taken down the flower and torn it apart, leaving it lying in front of my steps. Does the skinwalker give a sh**? Like, I don't know. They care that much. It's a it's a crossbreed. It's a poltergeist skinwalker. A a polterwalker. Yeah. A skingeist. I knew you would. No. 
skin, guys. <laughs> no. I picked up the flower and threw it away. I didn't tell my fiancé I didn't want her freaking out. The rest of that day went by uneventfully. That night, I told my co-worker about what had happened, and he looked a little concerned but brushed it off. Said what I heard was most likely just a dog, and the flower was probably knocked down by the wind. I had my doubts. As I was walking to my door after getting home from work last night, I heard that same panting as the night before, and the clicking of claws against asphalt. I turned quickly to see a dog that looked like a brown bull terrier hauling ass down my street. Oh, well. The street is probably about 40 feet away from my front porch, so I couldn't get a great look at it, but I could tell it was only running on three legs, because one looked mangled. It turned quickly and darted into the tree line across the street through a part of the fence that had been pulled back. The fence wasn't like that earlier that day. That's when I noticed that the dog didn't have a tail. I almost threw up. Skinwalker legends say that when they take the form of an animal, they never have tails. Perfect. Okay, I'm writing that down. <laughs> Hold the phone. No tails. Cool. I tried to rationalise it to myself. Maybe it just had a stub tail that I missed because it was running. I immediately went inside. My fiancé was sitting on the couch petting Honey. She could see I was upset and asked me what was wrong. I told her nothing, just almost got clipped by a car before I pulled into the driveway. She got up, hugged me, and cursed the person that almost hit me. She asked me if I could take Honey out for pee-pee-poo-poo because no. she had been creeped out by all the spooky videos we'd been watching and didn't feel comfortable going outside at night by herself. Honey perked up. She ran to the door and looked between me and the door, whining excitedly. I stared down at her for a moment before agreeing to do it. I'll just keep her close to the porch, I thought. We walked off the porch and she immediately tried to walk to the street. I tugged on the leash and she tugged back. She eventually moseyed to the edge of the porch and peed. After, she began walking around sniffing. I told her the usual line. Come on, honey. Got a poo-poo. Why do they have to put this in so many times? Is that unnecessary? She huffed at me, sniffing around some more, and eventually started pooping. I was on edge the entire time we were outside, but being around her helped calm me down a little. Then I heard it from across the street. Come on, honey. <gasps> My voice, oh. in the exact same tone and inflection as I had just said it. It sounded staticky, like oh. an old radio broadcast, but it was definitely my voice. Oh. Honey stopped what she was doing and stood alert. She looked over to me and cocked her head. Come on, honey, got a poo-poo. No. Imagine, out of all the things you could write <laughs> a skinwalker to say, it's got a poo-poo. Yeah. Yeah. Again, my voice called from across the street. Honey began whining, looking from me to the woods across the street. I picked her up and began backing up to the steps, not taking my eyes off of the part of the fence that had been pulled back. Honey, come. The mm. voice sounded firm now, like it was getting aggravated. 
Honey squirmed in my arms, whining. I didn't know if she was trying to get out to go to the voice or to run inside, but I wasn't taking any chances. I turned and bolted up the steps to the door. As I walked inside, I turned one last time to look across the street. There, standing in the part of the fence that was pulled back, was the dog. Its eyes were glowing a dull orange and it had its teeth bared. The face was all wrong, like someone had taken a distortion tool and just dragged around random features. Once again, I didn't tell my fiancé. Stupid horror movie cliché sh**, I know. Yeah, man. But I really don't want her losing her sh**. I just told her there's a strange dog running around the neighbourhood, so to not take honey out at night. Later last night, after we had gone to bed, I woke up to the sound of footsteps pacing back and forth outside my window. Against my better judgement, I rolled over to try and see it. I don't, but the pacing stops. Come on, honey. My voice called out, cutting through the quiet of the night. I prayed my fiancé didn't hear. It called out two more times before I heard it walking away. I didn't sleep a wink the rest of the night. Is it like, like, so it's, it's, in, a, it's in a dog form, but it's talking. Imagine if he like sees it talking. It yeah. looks just like, come on, honey. <laughs> <laughs> so imagine a dog talking. <laughs> in your own voice. Oh, that's not funny. Like a dog talking in any voice is scary enough. Well, yeah, because dogs don't talk. If you didn't know, fun fact, everybody. Sadly. Today when I get to work, I'm going to ask my co-worker what I can do to get rid of this thing. I'm scared. I don't think there's a way. If anyone knows anything, please let me know. Is that it? Yep. Yeah. What? <laughs> what no? Also, <laughs> the comments on this are so funny. Oh, yes. The, the like top comment says, If I ever hear a skinwalker say, got a poo-poo, <laughs> I may as well slit my own throat because that thing wouldn't have a bit of trouble killing me whilst I'm rolling on the ground cackling like a maniac chicken. Absolutely. Yeah. That is the first story. I did not enjoy that. Yuck. Just a little teaser one before we get into the next one. He brought it on himself. True, he did. I wish there was more to it. Like, I want to know. Yeah. I don't want to Google them, but I want to know. Are they a problem here? Did you say, do they have a problem with you? No, but that, I'd love to know that too. I'd love Um, to know if the skinwalkers have a problem with me. I think I'd I'd notice. Yeah. Mm. Are you ready for the second one? Fine. Cool. If I must. You must. So this one's a two-parter. So this one is called, Are Skinwalkers Migrating? Oh. And you just, so, you just let me Google. It means nothing now. Hey? If they are migrating, it means nothing that they're in Yorkshire. That, that is true. If you have ever heard of Skinwalkers, you know some of the terrifying stories that come with the name. You also know that there is one rule you should follow. You shouldn't talk about them or it could attract them. 
I unfortunately didn't listen to that rule. <sighs> Being that I moved from southern Utah to East Tennessee, I thought I was safe, since they originate from the Navajo tribes located in Utah. I could be wrong, but that is what I believed. If you don't know much history about skinwalkers, I highly recommend researching them on your own due to the fact I don't know how much longer I will survive. Oh, no. Sounds fun. Dude. I live in a pretty rural part of East Tennessee. There are maybe 200 people in a 30 mile radius of me, which means there aren't many indigenous people around either. Where I live is mildly wooded on the property, and the properties next to me are the same, but towards the back, where the property line ends, is very densely wooded. I don't know if the property owners before me weeded it out that way, but it seems that way. I live alone with an American bulldog mix named Maxine. Max for sure. No more dogs. <laughs> uh, it's purely a coincidence that I pick stories with dogs in them. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> what makes everything even better is I live in a fifth wheel. So you can guess it's small. What's a fifth wheel? Uh, I'm, I think it's some kind of like trailer. Uh, oh, f*** that. The slightest wind makes the whole camper rock like a boat. The slightest move makes the camper rock too. My camper has modifications to it, like a deadbolt implemented into the door. It is kind of set up like a studio apartment, just mini. I have a couch and a full-size bed and a kitchen. It's all small but very cosy, just enough room for me and Max to live together comfortably. My camper is insulated as well, so you can't hear anything except loud sound around you. <laughs> Great. Brilliant. On the given chance a car passes the property I'm on, you won't hear it. But when the rooster crows in the property just next to me, I can hear it. The crow will just be muffled. Another thing to mention is, I work from my camper and don't go many places except my parents, or friends if I'm up to driving an hour to see them. Max is my protector. She is friendly until I give her a hand signal, then she will start to snarl and sit in between my legs. I haven't really seen her act protective or even heard her snarl at anything without my signal until now. Even when a wild fox or skunk comes meandering across my property, she hasn't acted protective. The only way I can explain it is she will escort them off the property. She will stay her distance, but she does in a way escort them off. It's cute in a way. She isn't mean to them, doesn't bark at the wild little creatures, won't lunge or chase them. It's almost like she is protecting them. After three years of living here, Max won't venture into the densely wooded area of the forest. She doesn't act scared, but she won't go past the property line, unless she is on a leash or in the car. After three years of living here, you get accustomed to the wildlife and the sounds they make at night. I would say I'm pretty confident with how well I know the area. Well, that was until now. No. Around a month ago, in August, I was throwing a bonfire for a friend who was going to leave for work-related things. And I don't exactly know how we got into the topic, but we started to talk about spooky scary things. Oh yeah. Spooky scary things. Mm. 
A friend of mine asked if I had any spooky folklore to tell, since my friends knew that I lived in southern Utah, and most likely wanting me to go into mythical creatures and what I knew, and if I had any stories. I myself have a very open mind about literally everything. I believe in ghosts and witchcraft, but most of all, if an indigenous person tells me shit, I'm gonna believe them, whether it's true or not. Same. They know things. They do. Well, I gave in, thinking it was safe, and started to tell them about Skinwalkers, and then Skinwalker Ranch, and how freaky it was that you can't access it anymore because the military won't let you go near it for some reason. I mostly touched on spooky things about Skinwalkers, how they are shapeshifters, and how one stalked my grandmother. Nice. As oh. You do. Oh why yeah, my they... grandmother got stalked by a skinwalker once. Then why would you even speak about them? Dude. That I don't know. I went into the nitty gritty. I talked about how they can lure you into the woods or desert, and how my grandmother's first herd of cattle were ripped apart and thrown around like chew toys. She lived in northern Utah. I talked about the screams and how they are blood-curdling and like nothing you have ever heard before. I detailed about how they can shapeshift from one animal to another, and how that animal will sometimes stand up on two paws and walk like a human. I also detailed how they are evil, and I made sure to put emphasis on that. Good, good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just talk about Thanks. them all you want, as, sure, as long as you emphasise that they're evil, you're, you're good. Not. No. All of what I was talking about had my friends in a trance. We were sat around the fire in a circle, drinking beer, and when I spoke my stories, they all stopped drinking and focused on what I was saying. It was awesome for me because I'm usually the backburner friend. No one really asks what's going on with my life except horny guys on Tinder looking for a lay or my parents. Love that. That's a bit sad. She should get new friends. Yeah. See that. The night went on, and one by one, my friends went home. Don't worry, I made sure they were sober and had a bite to eat before giving their keys back. What a responsible How friend. can you make sure they're sober? <laughs> maybe she has a breathalyzer, I don't know. I doubt it, but maybe. <laughs> you never know. Let me breathalyze you before you're allowed to leave. Slowly it became only me and one of my close friends. She leaned in to ask me if everything I said was true. And I did tell her I believed in it, but it's an old tale from my grandmother and Navajo tribes. After another hour of us shitting the bull, she left. What the f does that mean? What? You're shitting on what? Shitting the bull. Drinking? Does that mean like, like chatting about nothing? Like shitting the like, bull? Yeah. No, it's not even coming up. Does this person just make this up? Yeah, I think so, because nothing's coming up. Every time I Google it, all that comes up is bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe they meant... Oh. I think she means shooting the bull. Uh... Which means... To talk informally about unimportant things. Yeah. Nope. I enjoy shooting the bull with my neighbours. I like doing that with everyone. That's a that's a horrendous typo to me. Oh, sh**ing the bull. Oh, sh**ing. <laughs> You're sh**ing on the bull. On the bull. 
I'm calling the RSPCA. Absolutely. Anyway, <laughs> and Maxine and I went to bed after she after the friend left. After they shitting. Oh. After, yeah, after they finished shitting. <laughs> Everything was normal after that for about three days. Then the weird shit started happening. More shit. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> the morning of the third day after the bonfire, I was taking Max for our normal morning walk when we started approaching the end of the property line. Max started snarling and the hair on her back raised, and she started barking at the tree line. It set me off guard, and I tried giving the signal to Max because I thought it was some drugged up person walking in the forest. Mm -hmm. I couldn't get Max's attention. I called her by her nickname, then her full name, but nothing was working. She stood her ground barking and snarling at the tree line. That's when I heard a twig snap in the wood line, and Max ran as fast as she could back to our little camper. Like the same person I am, I didn't investigate. I ran like hell. I did not want to die. Ironic, yeah. right? She literally wrote, ironic, right? At least she's self-aware. People. Once we both got inside, Max seems restless and paced the camper until I made her lay down and rest a bit. Maybe she was having an off day? After her nap, she seemed back to normal and nothing else seemed to happen during the day. I had forgotten about the stories I told around the fire three days beforehand, so I wrote it off as maybe a bear or wild cat, and it made sense because she hasn't seen one before, but it was still weird of her to act how she did. As the day grew older and the sun was ready to set, I let Max out to go and do her business, before I started getting ready to settle into my comfy bed and read. Max came back and lay down on her couch and we got settled. I must have fallen asleep reading because I woke up to my book laying on my chest and a blood-curdling scream. I oh, can get the f*** out with that. Max was up on her couch on all fours staring dead at the door to the camper, growling and snarling. I quickly got up and locked the camper door. I guess I forgot to before I fell asleep and lifted up my bed to grab a pistol I kept underneath just in case. I called Max to sleep on the bed with me. I'm not going to lie, I was scared. No, not scared, petrified. Max was alert next to me as the screams went on through the night. The screams finally stopped around four in the morning and I fell asleep clutching the gun. Yes, the safety was on and there wasn't anything in the chamber. So why are you holding it anyway? Then why, yeah, you haven't even got anything in there. <laughs> it's not going to be useful. Dude. I slept until the late morning, I woke up around 11, and Max seemed to have fallen asleep, half laying on me facing the front of the camper. I woke Max up to take her to go to the bathroom and to walk around and play a little, and it was like she was back to normal completely. But today we didn't go back to the property line, we stayed closer to the camper, and worked and played and listened to nature's music. The day went by normal. At night, it was back with the screaming. This went on for a couple weeks and me and Max got used to it. Still wary but used to the screams. Also, what the f***? Leave. You just put up with that? Just leave. Just go somewhere else. You said your friend you could an literally drive your house. Yeah, you have a house that can be driven, so drive. Literally. Until one night came along where things got even more terrifying. It was about two and a half weeks later after the blood-curdling scream started. 
When they started, the screams weren't close by us. They were by the property line in the back, you know? By the dense woods? Well, they seemed to be getting closer this night, probably more towards the middle of the back property, and there were two creatures letting out these horrific screams. Or they have a friend. Besties. Bestie vibes only. Bestie vibes only. By this point, I still hadn't remembered the skinwalker stories I told the night of the bonfire. Dude, you fully said that you knew about them beforehand and you knew about the screams. So why are you hearing screaming in the woods and not being like, regardless of if you told the stories recently? Yeah. If I hear a fox scream tonight, I'm absolutely wetting the bed. Because (laughs) there's a fox that torments us. Either way, I was still terrified. But again, I got used to the screams and fell asleep with Max by my side. When me and Max got up the next morning, it was around nine. We went outside and it looked as if a tornado went through. My picnic table was flipped over, the fire pit had been thrown 50 feet to the right, and dead animals ripped and tore to pieces were left absolutely everywhere. And that's when it hit me. You aren't supposed to speak of skinwalkers, or it could attract them. We're Too late, love. We're But I was in East Tennessee, not Utah or the surrounding states, so how could it be a skinwalker? Me and Max took 20 minutes walk to my nearest neighbour, who I rarely talk to. I had Max on a leash, and as we were coming right up onto the small cabin the lady lived in, I noticed dead animals all over her yard, too. Aww. I knocked on the door and she warily opened it with a gun in hand. Now, this lady isn't violent or mean in any way. She is actually rather nice. As she opened the door, she saw it was me through the screen door and set her gun down. Hey, Max and I just came over to see how you are doing? Oh, hey, Sarah. I'm doing okay. She had trailed off. So... Which has been happening on my property, and I was just wondering if you have heard screams or anything else at night. I notice that you have wild animal carcasses littered all over your yard. Wait, well, yeah. Yeah, in fact, my dogs went missing a couple of days ago, and I... She was cut off by something slamming down next to the house. Her house had trees surrounding and littered across her property mildly like mine, until you hit the property line. Her property was about two acres wider than mine on each side, but the densely wooded forest started where mine did. She grabbed a gun from arm's length of her and ran past me to the side of the house. I followed her and Max went in front of me with her hair up, but not barking or snarling. When I reached my neighbour, she was crouched down and sobbing. Max and I walked closer and it came into view that two dogs had hit the ground from above. From above? I won't go into detail about them, but it was gruesome. Something had dropped them from the trees. Mm. Which is weird because skinwalkers don't normally come out during the day. Or so I thought. My neighbour quickly stopped crying and ushered us to her truck. She clearly didn't want my company anymore but I don't blame her. She was going to drive us back home. It took maybe three minutes to get from her place to mine. She dropped Max and I off. I thanked her, shut the door, 
and my neighbour quickly sped off. It was safe to say me and Max spent the rest of the day inside with the door dead bolted. I heard weird sounds. Huh? Just drive somewhere. Yeah, literally just leave. At this point, would you not want to leave? If you didn't already. I would have been gone. First night. First After the first night, I would have been gone. Yeah. Gone, dude. Poor Dex. Poor Deggy Dex. I heard weird sounds from outside, but I didn't dare to investigate. That night, for the first time in a while, was quiet. And for a brief moment, I thought I was safe. That life could go back to normal. The next two nights lead me to where I am now, telling the story in hopes that someone can tell me what to do. On the first night after the normal night, shit went haywire. Me and Max had fallen asleep around 9pm after a fairly normal day of cleaning my property and getting it back to normal. We were awoken by a god-awful scream and twice as bad stench that seemed to be right outside my camper. I knew I had the door dead bolted shut, so I wasn't worried until my camper started shaking like someone was trying to tip it over. This went on for what seemed like forever, until I heard two gunshots from the left. Whatever this thing was got hit and screamed a scream I have never heard in my life. That's when the laughing started. Oh no! Whatever this thing was started laughing? Like I said before, I don't know much about skinwalkers, so I didn't know they could laugh. Also, she's saying she didn't know much about skinwalkers, yet she told them a whole, like, essay. She did know. She told them so much. I know. That's why they're here. (laughs) Yeah, like, you told told your friends the ins and outs. Like, not like me trying to explain it. Like, you knew things. Exactly, like, your grandmother literally got stalked by one. Yeah. You idiot. I'm very confused. Anyway. The laughing started to go further away in the direction of where the gun went off, and then the rest of the night was quiet. Oh, is that what we did? The silence was so deafening, it freaked me out even more. The night crept on, and still I didn't hear anything. I started drifting off into sleep when I started to hear banging on my camper door. The banging shook the entire camper. Then I heard screaming. Help me, please let me in. They're coming, please, Sarah, hurry. Let no, me in. She's already dead. The voice seemed to be my neighbour, but off? I couldn't explain it. On one hand, it sounded like her, but on the other, it had a slightly off dialect to hers. She had a deep twang in her voice, since she grew up in East Tennessee. But this voice almost sounded like it was trying to mimic her. The stench came wafting in through the AC vents just in time, right as I was about to unlock and open the door. Even though she knew the voice was off, she was still going to open it. She just described why the voice was not the woman, and then she was like, but I'm still going to open the door. Actually, she's stinky, so I won't. <laughs> well, no stinky people allowed, that's what it says on the door. No stinky people. The voice then warped to be my father's voice, oh. pleading for help. But I knew I couldn't open that door, or it would mean certain death. I shit myself, my microphone fell on me. Then came the other voice, my mother, from the second creature. But again, like my neighbour, the dialect was slightly off. But they were crying for help. 
Side note, how do they know what her parents sound like? I was going to say, if it was just the dad, I was like, maybe it was something to do with when the grandmother was being stalked. Like, if it was just one of his parents, then maybe, like, they were around and also stalked by the skinwalker. Yeah. But then... Maybe wait, didn't they say oh, their parents? Actually, I just like, remembered yeah. the rest of the story and it will make sense to you. But... The parents dead as well. Mm-hmm. No. You will understand. Okay. But not until the end. Well <laughs> Underneath my full size bed was a huge storage compartment. It was accessible by a sliding door by the base of the bed. I had it built from metal to fit in the camper, also to use it as a bed frame. But I only kept one gun, my pistol, underneath, in case I needed to hide in there for some reason. Well, this was just that reason. (laughs) Get the deck. Go under the bed. I slid open the door and climbed inside and called Max to come in with me. Then I shut the door. Everything became muffled at that point. The voices switched between my siblings to my parents to my neighbour. But since I wasn't willing to come out, This seemed to piss these creatures off even more. I hid under the bed and shook until morning, when I heard police knock. I was wary to come out from my metal shelter, but I did and opened the door. Hello, is this Sarah, bleeping out my last name for protections, house? Jesus Christ. (laughs) One police officer initiated. Hello, um, yes, I'm Sarah. Is something wrong? We just wanted to ask some questions about your neighbour, bleep for her protection. Did you witness any grizzly bear or wildcats on your property lately? Maybe even a person? Well, not a bear or wildcat, but some weird stuff has been going on around here lately. And I told the officers about everything that had happened in the past month, up until that point. Of course I knew nothing was going to come of it, because the police force don't go looking into mythical creatures but they did take my statement and left. But before they did, I told them if they needed to get in contact with me to go to my parents' address. That's when they told me it was a good idea to leave because my neighbour had been brutally murdered and ripped apart by something or someone. It was her who shot at the creatures. Yeah, man. R.I.P. She a real one. (laughs) was a real one. At that point, I was done. It took her this much to be done. You twat. F*** off. I was ready to pack up and leave. So I started to pack everything up and I called my parents to let them know I was moving on to their property. My dad asked if I needed help and I obliged and he said he would be there within the hour to help me load up my camper onto my truck, which I have only done a handful of times. Then I called my place of employment and apologised for the late reports and let them know I would get back to work tomorrow, that I was having some trouble with getting them uploaded. I was only halfway through packing my shit when my dad arrived. He didn't ask any questions, but did in fact help me pack and secure the inside of my camper down, so when travelling my stuff wouldn't fly all over the place. Okay, cool. Great to know. He noticed that all of my outdoor items have been completely trashed, and pushed them to the side and out of the way which I thanked him for since there was no way in hell I was taking them with me, especially after what I heard from the police. We finally finished packing and hooking up my fifth wheel camper to my truck in the late afternoon, around 5pm. 
I loaded up Max and my dad led the way. I finally felt a weight lifting off my shoulders. Finally, I felt like I was safe. Maybe whatever is there will stay there. My dad didn't ask me what was wrong. He just knew. And like any good father, he helped me get packed and ready to move back home. Even though I was still going to live in my fifth wheel with Max, I felt safe. As I was driving, I felt happy again, not so terrified of whatever was going on around me. I was singing and dancing and giving Max all the love and appraisal she deserved for helping me get through it all. As all this happiness appeared, it quickly went. I looked over into the woods, and two creatures were running alongside my truck in the woodline. And that's the end of part one. I'm going to leave it on a cliffhanger for everybody because this is getting quite long. (laughs) You look like you're having a great time. Predictions for part two. I think this person is a bad person and therefore will not mention that they're running next to them and will lead them to the parents' house and there'll be an absolute massacre. I can't say. Ding, ding, ding. I can't say. As long as the deck makes it out alive. I can't say. Hmm. 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 Which is not fun. Well, now the skinwalkers are coming for us because we've talked about them too much. How did I not know that the first time I did them? Literally, all the stories I read, like, since then, they all mention that. It's not just, like, one person who said it. Oh, Oh, no. I'll just tell you. And then they'll go to you as well you're 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 what i'll tell you what's going on and then they'll be like oh she knows and then they'll go to you as well (laughs) what i know what else to do what else am i gonna do i don't know call the police anyway Um, so you guys are gonna have to wait and see what happens in the next part wait three whole weeks yup Oh, Jesus. I don't... When I read this, the story didn't go the way I thought it was going to go. Ooh. Interesting. Well, next week we've got a very silly what's going on planned. And I'm excited. And we also have some things to discuss regarding one of our previous internet sleuths. Yes. We have developments. Yeah. It, I, don't, I don't know how... I don't know if they're legit developments, but, but there's things that have happened. They're definitely worth talking about. Yes. they're interesting. 100%. I'm excited to talk about it because it's <laughs> interesting. Yes. Well, either, so if do you're that, a... we'll either do that in the next episode of what's going on or we'll do that in like a separate, maybe like... A mini video? Yeah, or we could do it at the beginning of a different internet sleuth. Yeah. Like the next one. Yeah. We'll see, but it's coming soon. Yeah. You'll hear updates about the Snapchat murders. Yeah. So don't Google it, because we're telling you. We're going to tell you. Wait. (laughs) (laughs) I think we're going to leave it there today. 
Thank you all so much for listening. If you're watching on YouTube, then please subscribe, like and comment, share with your friends, as always. If you're listening on any streaming platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, add to your library, share with your friends. Yeah. Wherever you're listening, share with your friends. Tweet about it. Tag yeah. Them. We hope you all enjoyed. And we'll see you soon. Yeah, yeah. Thank Bye. you. Bye. Bye.